You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unit Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are new to Couch Talks and are unfamiliar with what that is, it is the bonus episode of Unit Therapy where I, every Wednesday, answer questions that listeners send to me. And you can send those to Catherine at UnitTherapyPodcast.com. Now, as always, I like to remind you guys that although I am answering your questions in these episodes, this podcast still does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any mental health services and is not actually therapy, even though I am a therapist and it's called Unique Therapy. So each week I like to answer one question and we always keep them anonymous. So I want you guys to know if you are feeling like you want to send something in, you can do that without being afraid that you are going to be exposed or people are going to know your stuff unless, of course, you give me information in this email that is going to do that. Um, but I won't read your name, your email address, any of that, where you're from, so you can feel safe in doing that. So I think maybe we should just get into this week's question. It's a good one and it's an interesting one. Hey, Kat, I've been listening to the podcast for a while and never actually imagined myself writing you an email, but I have recently experienced something that I would love your thoughts on. This is something I don't really want to talk a lot about with my friends because I don't want it to affect the way they feel about the person that I'm dating. Basically, I've been dating somebody for about six months. It started kind of slow, but in the last few months, we've really become very close and I actually see this person as my future husband. We decided to move in together, and a couple of weeks ago, we spent the weekend packing up his apartment in preparation to move him into mine. 
Well, while going through one of his drawers, I found something I was not expecting. I found a box full of his ex-girlfriend's stuff. There were pictures, a couple cards, and what seemed to be just little trinkets and memorabilia from their relationship. When I asked my boyfriend why he still has this stuff, he appeared to be unfazed. He said they are just memories that are still important to him and he didn't feel comfortable throwing them away. I personally don't feel comfortable with him storing a box of his ex's memories in my house. He broke up with his ex about a year before we started dating and says, in quotes, things ended on good terms and they just weren't compatible for a life together. I hate to admit it, but this experience has made me feel really scared and question if he is really over his ex and if we should be taking the next step, which is him moving in with me. I feel very emotional and want to make sure I am not overreacting, but I also don't want to ignore something if it is a red flag. Should I be concerned or should I let this go? Okay, so like I said, the very interesting email, interesting experience. This isn't something that people experience every day. However, I am sure that this probably has happened to somebody and maybe even somebody else who is listening. So the first thing I would like to offer you and I I really want to share is your feelings that you're experiencing are are very, very valid. Um, Our feelings are always valid. Your feelings here are also very justified. It's much less than ideal to find something like that. And I'm sure that it, it surprised you and shocked you. And it makes sense, like makes actually total logical sense why you are expressing some of the things that you're expressing. It doesn't sound like you're overreacting at all, although I am just getting an email that you probably spent time composing versus the reality of what it really looked like when you found that. But from my perspective, so far, I don't see you overreacting. If it feels important to you, then I want you to know that it is important to you. And if it is important to you, that means you need to nail down what exactly it is that you're needing in order to move forward in your relationship after this experience. I don't think it sounds helpful to just ignore this and move forward without actually accessing what it is that your heart is needing in order to move forward with excitement and hope and safety with your current partner. So we always start with feelings in order to get to our needs. I would very much encourage you to allow those feelings that you're having to come up and have a conversation with them. I hear some confusion from you. I also hear fear and maybe some other stuff that you have mixed in there, some other feelings. So have a conversation with those feelings. What are they saying to you? What are they telling you? And when I say have a conversation, allow them to speak and then speak back to them. Sometimes our feelings can be loud in the the wrong spaces. So we need to ask our feelings for clarification. And then what are those feelings asking for? Do you need actual clarification when it comes to this experience? Do you need to have a conversation with your partner about certain things? Um, Do you need some soothing from yourself, from your partner, et cetera? Really dive into those feelings because they are going to lead you to be able to access and open it up what it is really that you, you are looking for, your heart is looking for. Now, him having this box I do want to say, it doesn't mean he isn't over her. People can have love and care for exes without wanting to get back together with them. And at the same time, I don't think the average person keeps a box of memorabilia. 
from a relationship, but I do think it's very fair to keep things from past relationships that are still meaningful and important to us because maybe the relationship is still meaningful and important to us. And I feel very strongly that relationships are allowed to still be important to us, even if they didn't last forever. And that doesn't mean that we are still longing to be in those relationships, but it means that was still a valuable part of my life and those experiences were still valuable experiences I had. And the things that I, I gathered along the way are still things that mean something to me. So it, we can't go ahead and make up the story that this box means he's not over her. We don't have enough information to make that assumption. And it could mean something, but we don't know it's going to mean that. Now, it doesn't mean he is over her either. Like we, we actually don't have, this box doesn't give us a clue one way or the other. It just opens up a channel for us to gather information in order for us to have an, create an accurate story and actually understand really how does he feel about this past relationship and this past person that he dated and it sounds like he doesn't hate. So I would ask if you could have a conversation with your partner about what feels important in keeping the items. Talk about why those items um, and what about those items are special and and why it's, it's helpful him, for him to have those, even though they were in a box in a drawer and it doesn't seem like he was like holding and staring at them every day. And it's not like these things are like on his bedside table. But can you have a conversation with him about what feels important in keeping the items? And also, what would it mean if he got rid of the items? What would that mean as well? Gain some more information about this experience from his point of view. Like I said, we can make a lot of assumptions up about this and it might be helpful. In fact, I think it would be very helpful for you to get an accurate picture of what you need to do if you had more information about what this actually is. Because I didn't hear a lot of information other than he said, I don't want to get rid of them. You are allowed to have a conversation with him about if you want that box in your apartment or not. I think the conversation about why that box is important might be helpful for you before you make that decision. It also brings up this other thing that popped in my head of the reality of when he moves into your apartment, your apartment is not your apartment. Your apartment is becoming both of y'all's apartment. And that transition is a little weird when you're when you're moving into a space that was once somebody else's. And how are you going to transition into the space so that it feels like it is both of y'all's space, both of y'all's place? In a healthy relationship, we don't hold one of those things over the other's head. Like, this is my house. I won't have that in my house or my apartment. You can have a conversation about what you do and do not want in your together home. But it just made me wonder of what the, and I'm going to use this word that's not clinical, but what the vibe of him moving in with you is. Does it feel like he's just coming in and staying in your space or are you creating together a space that is collectively yours? And how does that shift the relationship and how the relationship feels and how being together feels in the progression of your relationship? So there's just some conversations that I think would be really helpful for you to have with your partner about this. And like I said, you're not overreacting it just sounds like you don't have enough information right now to really figure out what it is that 
both of y'all need in the relationship to move forward in a healthy light. So follow those feelings, ask them what, what you need, have conversations. Again, follow your feelings in the conversations so you guys can together identify what it is you need to move forward. And hopefully you can gain some clarity in some of this. Again, not something that happens every day. So I get why it's jarring. I imagine I'd be pretty stunned as well. And that initial stun might not be the feeling that we hold forever pending the information we get about what it is that we have found. So again, more information sounds like what you need. Thank you for writing in and thanks for listening to You Need Therapy. Even if you never thought you would write in, uh, I still appreciate you listening and being part of our community. If you guys have any questions that you would like to send in, reminder, you can send those to Catherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com. And I will be back with you guys on Monday for the regular episode of the podcast. Until then, I hope you guys have the day you need to have. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.